Listener Production. Well, Han, this is our remembering project. Yep, where a random day of the year is selected and we look up the run sheets from all our shows from across the years to find any we did on that day. Over 20 years, that's about 2,500 shows and roughly 26,000 talk breaks. Today, we pick one. One talk break only and try to remember what happened based on what was written down on the run sheet from that day. As always, we've got podcast Mike with us here for any technical stuff. Hello. Mike, what date was randomly chosen today? It's the 2nd of June. Okay then, it's Haynes Go. Here's Mike with the sponsorship stuff before we find out what year Hayne will take us back to and see if we remember anything from that day. This is Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project. And a 2nd of June. Mm. Classic date. Really? Um, well, in 2008, to, at the end of 2000, so this isn't this isn't 2nd of June related. Mm-hmm. Well, it is because, do you remember in 2008, I totally forgot about this, you had to dye your hair red. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember, do you remember why, why you dyed your hair red? Because on the I, 2nd of June, the bet was made. Okay. I think I, I had totally to totally forgot you had red hair. Do you remember that? Just like yeah, and it was bad red. Bad red. Because it was not. And I had really like, long hair. So you had to bleach it first and, and then, then dye it red. red. And it was rank. Um it was like clown <laughs> red mice. Yeah, you kind of look a bit like Ronald McDonald. Like if you had red. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something to do with Lindsay Lowen. <laughs> Good, yeah. No, it wasn't yeah, it wasn't a promo for Maccas. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't, have Wouldn't have put it past us. Wouldn't have put it past us. I would say... Hey, Andy, cheeseburgers for a year if you uh, dye your hair red. <laughs> Absolutely, in 2007. Hand me the bleach. I think it's something to do with Lindsay Lohan. It was. It was. So in 2008, why. it came out that she was dating a girl. Yes. And you went, oh, this is a publicity stunt. Don't believe it. I'm not into... I don't believe this for a second. Yes. And you went... She will be, I promise you, she'll be with a bloke by the end of the year. <laughs> and if she doesn't, if she's not, I'll dye my bloody hair red. And she, she wasn't. She was still with she was still dating that girl at the end of the year. I can't remember who it was. Is she dating back dating guys now? Well, I'm not. I'm I I worry about her business interests, but I haven't checked up on her personal life for a yeah, while. Right, long. Right. So no, she was yeah, she was still with a woman by the end of the year and then at <laughs> and, Andy, uh, Andy had red. I remember you being on Rove, or we, we did some sort of Rove segment. Yes, with the red, with hair. the red hair. Yes, not the first time Lindsay Lowen's uh, been talked about on the show as well. Because many times you had your thing where you were really worried about her, eternally worried about her finances. <laughs> yes, it's just she just didn't feel that she'd done anywhere near enough work <laughs> to warrant the, the lifestyle, lifestyle that yeah. she'd become accustomed to. And I still fear for that. You hear, you hear, you were hoping that she'd squirreled enough money away from Herbie. And it just doesn't work like that. And she, I think, last I heard, she has a share in a bar in Mykonos. Right. So you hope... That's going well for them. That's a cash cow. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. there's much milk needed from the cow. (laughs) Still, I believe, too. Because you see, you know, she does... I mean, she popped up on The Masked Singer, didn't she? Oh, well, they all do eventually. No, no, she but did, didn't she? She, she came and did the Australian one, she wasn't she? Was she was a judge on it. Yeah, Husey was best a, friends with her oh, for that's a year. Right, sorry. <laughs> I, yeah, she was actually a panel member yeah. on the Australian, the Australian one. Because yes. she remember the first season, she came out and all Husey talked about for a solid year was his close friendship with Lindsay Lowen and yes. then she left and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken I think Husey yes. would admit that too. Yeah, he'd I, be fine with that. 100% if he was in the room, he would say, yeah, I went, too hard yep. on my friendship with Lindsay Lowen and Lowen Goss. <laughs> Should we call him? <laughs> yeah. Should we call him? Let's call Husey and see how much 
he's still hanging out. He might not pick up your number though, Mike. So yeah, Mike, he's not going to pick up yours. Do though. you want to try or do you want to connect yours? Connect my phone and then we'll and then okay. we'll and then we'll try and get him. Yeah. I mean, I saw him the other day, um, but we didn't talk about Lindsay Lohan. All right, here we go. You calling him? Yeah. All right, but bear in mind, Ando, we've got other things to get to. Yeah. Both on this show and today, we're playing golf, so not too many detours. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm coming back to Yeah, what's happening, man? Hey, 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 Mishnady here, mate. Oh, what's happening, guys? What's we happening? just wanted Wait, to... So ask. we're recording this... We record this podcast that where we look back at, like, old radio show segments from... And we're looking at one from 2008. We're talking about Lindsay Lohan. And then it came up that, you know, like, what she'd been doing these days. Then, of course, Masked Singer came up. Then we were talking about the fact that for while you were doing Masked Singer with mm. Lindsay Lohan, you guys seemed... <laughs> Very close. Or even that you, your conversation contained a lot of Lindsay Lohan references for that year. Is that a fair thing to say? Yeah, no, we were besties. <laughs> we connected on a spiritual level. So, so yeah, we were that. just wondering how's that going and, and are you still besties and is there regular contact or once she left Australia, um, it kind of t- dimmed down a little? Look, I think it, could, it had a chance to survive but... To be honest, um, you know, the fact that – I think COVID is – I blame COVID. <laughs> so, yeah, I really – It so, was a supply yeah. chain issue, wasn't it? Yeah, that, that seems to be oh, it. Look, you know what, I do, I think that she wanted to do the the, 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 the season of, of, of Marsinger, the next one, but mm. because of, you know, they couldn't work out the visa or something. I don't know, man. It was like, I, I mean, I but just – we're more yeah, talking just, about your friendship, though, not necessarily the 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 show. Like, would your friendship survive if even if the show – she didn't do the show? Look, our friendship – look, I, I, it breaks my heart, but our friendship did not survive. <laughs> oh, right. That is brutal too, For when, especially yeah. if you've connected on a spiritual level. That's a double – Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, you know I mean, I sent a message just congratulating on her on getting married and her baby and yeah. – and I, and I haven't heard back. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what, Husey, the reason this came up is in 2008, she was dating a woman for a while and Andy said she's going to be back with a bloke by the end of the year or I'll dye my hair red and she did it. And I was just, we were trying to remember why Andy dyed his hair red in 2008 mm. and she wasn't with, she was, she was still with the woman at the end of the year. I assume now... Is she is she back with is she with a married a with, fellow? Was she married a guy? Yeah, she married a bloke. Absolutely yeah. married a bloke. Yeah. And so I, he was I, right. No Andy was right. <laughs> it was a slow. The wheels turned slowly, but he was right. <laughs> yeah. Look, I I spent a night in a hotel room. To be honest, and um, not alone. But um, back in the day, when yeah, look, I think she was keen on Nazim Hussain. To be honest, who's Nazim came on the show one night really? on the Masked Singer, and uh, yeah. And he got invited back to her hotel room and and I tagged along. So and, <laughs> if, uh, if Lindsay really ruined it for uh, all right, if Lindsay Lohan isn't married to Nazim Hussain by twenty thirty, I'll dye my hair red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nazim is married as well now. So that's true, uh, that's gonna be tough. Yeah, yeah that's why I said twenty thirty. That's why I said twenty thirty, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, lock, exactly. it, lock it happen in seven years. <laughs> Yuzi, thanks for joining us, mate. Thanks, legend. <laughs> I'm your legend. Mate. Bye. <laughs> See, if we were right, we connected on a spiritual level. Yeah, how's things going? She hasn't texted me. <laughs> Don't need yeah. to. Spirits are talking. Spirits can run out. Uh, <laughs> they evaporate so easily yeah. if left exposed to the air. Um, okay, there's a lot going on. Mm. In 2009, sorry, just moving through this, we did, uh, we did, we had a phoner on the show, which is not what I'm going to play, but it always stuck out to me because I'm like, I love it when we had phoners like yes. this. 
And it took it wasn't until like later years that you've done all the traditional ones, like you know, oh, what have you left at your ex's house? Or yes. yeah, you know, yeah. how soon did you smash your car after you bought it? Yeah, like, all yeah, those ones. Yeah. Amazing pet trick, whatever yeah. it is. So. I liked. I, we always like. I always liked seeing a phone pop up. That was like. I don't think many other radio shows would have done that in yes. their history because a lot of you do cover a lot of similar ground. This one was. Did you play a non-traditional Robin Hood? <laughs> <laughs> what? what would we have got from that? I don't know, but I think it was like school plays and like people where they're like reimagined Robin Hood, or it was oh. like set modern day. I don't yeah. know why we would have been talking. What year about was that? that? 2009. I might find, I might go back to the archive and, and seek that one out. <laughs> Andy's, that, Andy's interested. I'm interested. In 2010, so mm. jumping forward a sec, again, not what I'm going to play here, but I just wanted to mention it for one second. We were on the Caravan of Courage and we we're in Ireland, UK and Ireland. Yep. And this was again one of those segments where I would say our hit rate for Caravan of Courage stuff was high. Mm. It was like the way those trips would work, whether it was Gap Year or Caravan of Courage, we would sit down in a room like Ando and I, you know, for a few weeks before we would go and you'd look at where you were going to go yep. and you'd try and like research some stuff and be like, all right, there's a castle here or what's yep. a funny thing we could do here? This small town, is anything in it? Like, He's a local matchmaker. He'll be fine. We'll just go and see how he... How he... Totally. And we have people that work with us and yep. those people that are researchers and stuff just so you don't turn up with like eight people and then a camera crew and that nothing's going on. Yes. So you kind of research some stuff before you go, but then on the day you're just excited for anything to happen. Like you, you that's it's that balance between like plan for the best and yeah. then just see what happens. Like buying a hovercraft out of the blue. That's it. Like, okay, there's a guy in New Zealand, he sells hovercrafts and you go, just got a feeling that'll be a fun day. <laughs> yeah. So for this particular day and night, this is one of the ones where I would say this is a miss because <laughs> you... You have these things that kind of sound funny in the Australia. when you're having a beer <laughs> yes. before you leave and then you get on the ground and you go, oh, there's been so much going on. We actually haven't thought this through. Yes. The leprechaun man. Oh, yeah. Because you go, oh, there's an old guy and he believes he can see leprechauns and he'll take you out to show you the leprechaun tracks. And I'm like, <laughs> what a funny character. And, he's, and you know he's Irish, so you immediately like add eight points for comedy. Yes. Like he'll just be funny. Yes. And so you're like, yeah, that's funny. Seems funny, tick. You know, that's months away or whatever. Like, we'll, when we get there, we'll get there. There's heaps of stuff to do for now and then. You just don't think about it. Mm. Then you get there on the day and you're like, well, this is just a sweet old man. Yes. Who's pointing to indentations in the ground going, I think that's leprechaun traps. <laughs> and we go, well, what were we expecting? <laughs> a real leprechaun? <laughs> like, we're like, this is on us. because it got weirder. For some reason. Because he was like, ah, oh, if you believe, you'll see them. That's and what it was. Like, and he's like, you've got the gift to Andy and like twinkling. And you're like, yeah, and but again, you can't be angry at him because you're like, what were we expecting? We're not going to see a leprechaun. <laughs> I feel like he said, there's one. Yeah, it's, and, and we went, bit, where? And he's like, like Santa. If, if it was like, believe, if you believe, you see, see it. it. And I went, oh. Well, that's really difficult. But then again, we were we were like we, the sinking feeling was like we knew who the culprits were here. Yeah, it's us. Not his fault for wandering around the forest thinking he can see leprechauns. Let leave the poor man be. It's but, our fault for thinking that would be globally entertaining. But I think the difference for me is you know we've gone out with a guy looking for Bigfoot. That was heaps of fun. Yeah, he generally believes they're out there. The part. That's the true. Leprechaun the leprechaun guy. guy was sort of like, it's fun to believe. Yeah. Even and though that like, things. even though we know there's not leprechauns out here. Yes. He's like, ah, oh, but it's part of folklore. Isn't this fun? No. And then we went, oh my God. 
We're so busy, actually. <laughs> We've got a radio show to do this afternoon. Yeah. We've got it. We literally that night we had to get it to a castle and thermal image of fart. Yeah. So <laughs> we're like, we're flat out, mate. We can't stand here all afternoon looking for leprechauns. Anyway, <laughs> quick mention for 2016. Man, we gambled. Mm. We gambled. As mm. we've discussed a few times on the Remembering Project, it re- recurs to us we have. Oh, not, we're not, you know. We, we just don't gamble a, in our regular And we, we encourage gamble. everyone to gamble. Of course, you know, gamble, gamble responsibly. responsibly. It, can, it can be a dangerous thing, but it's also, we must be honest yeah. and go, we had a penchant. We love the thrill of it for the show, that's for sure. I think Because you know what we did in 2016? I forgot about this one. This wasn't the live horse race or any of the other weird gambling stuff we did. We just bought the people's lottery ticket. It was like a $50 million <laughs> jackpot and everyone rang up and nominated one number. I think we did that regularly. <laughs> and then we, like... We would we'd be like this just feels so right right like it felt like oh my god we can't miss like this yeah. just feels so yeah like a sign from above and we would always be so shocked the next day that the, this fairy tale hadn't yeah. eventuated <laughs> probably more chance with the leprechauns to be honest <laughs> but yeah we loved that one we loved getting the lottery ticket all right here's what I actually want to talk about this is a bit of a this is almost a selfish one. Mm-hmm. Because it's something we had on the show that I have since used for cred. Oh. So in 2009, yeah. right, something happened on the show, which at the time we were like, what is this? Like, like yeah. what's this world that we're learning about? Now, as the father of a nine-year-old that is heavily into Rubik's Cubing, Oh. And all his friends at school, like the whole year level at my son's school, they're mad for cubing, speed yep. cubing. I actually remember before we sat down to do the Remembering Project on our given this date, Sonny had one of his mates over and I was like, so who are your favourite cubers to these guys? <laughs> and the, one of the, his mates goes, oh, you know, there's Felix, he was the world champion. I was like, Felix. I've met him, I've met him. <laughs> and I was like, back in, me and my friend Andy, yeah. we did a radio show and he came on. He was like 10 years old. Yeah. He was this, and, and then all the kids are like giving me Felix's stats. I'm like. So he's a huge deal. He's like a legend in the game to current nine-year-olds. This is this kid, Felix, Rubik's Cube champion of the world. How old would he be now? Well, he's got to be like 20 20 now. But Felix went to my school. He's a year younger than me. Right, yeah. 27. So, yeah, 27. So he's like still a legend to nine-year-olds in the Rubik's Cubing world because from memory, he went to, I think it was in Vegas, the World Cubing Championships or Mike, something. Mike, you might know. It, well, I, I, yeah, I think so. And there was a documentary about him on Netflix. Yeah. Like, yeah. Really? So yeah. he's, so I was, I was like, anyway, there was a couple of months ago that I was like yeah. right, trying to impress um, all these Sonny. nine-year-olds, yeah. my sons and his friends. Then it pops up on Amazing. the show. This was the date in 2009. Yep. I think he had just won, because we never know that much about what it is. It's like a one-line description. I'm pretty sure he just won the world championships or something and and he came on. And I, since cubing's pretty big in our household, mm-hmm. my question to you guys is, while we listen to this, Andy, would you like to watch me solve a Rubik's <laughs> no, Cube? No, not at all. <laughs> it sounds like a I yes, do. guys. Do oh, you do, Mike? <laughs> do you think I could solve? How long does this thing go for? This is about five minutes. Oh, Can Haim solve it in the time it takes to listen? Well, yes, because you wouldn't bring in something that <laughs> we don't know. We don't know, Jess. We don't know. You I want me to time lapse it and we put it up as a cool piece of content? I'm not sure. Well, anyway, Mike uh, wants, Mike, and he's you, part of the show. You give us the uh, nod to the sponsor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Off you go, Mike. Thanks, Mike.
And uh, good luck, Ham. Let's see how we go. Oh, it's not very long, is it? Five well, minutes. It seems like a long time. Couldn't Felix do it in like 20 eight, seconds? Eight seconds. Eight I seconds. Around I mean, that's, he's the world champ. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. few minutes is still pretty good for yeah. a, a grown man who's only just learnt, let's remember. Um, good Mike, on you, Ham. Have a try. Go for it. You're only going against yourself. All right. Three, two, one. Okay. The 2nd of June, 2009. And an uh, interesting uh, story in the paper today. Another Ooh. one of Australia's young geniuses. Uh, we were both looking at this earlier. <sighs> Felix, yeah. the Rubik's Cube you genius. I love Felix. It's all in me. Love him. I love respect him, him as a fellow <laughs> professional. Gosh. Well, he can do a cube. He can do it. He can solve the Rubik's Cube in eight seconds. That's quicker than your method of peeling the stickers off and we, putting them on. What's to say he hasn't done that? You couldn't peel them off, and I'd be impressed if you could do that in eight seconds. <laughs> That's still a good trick. Yes. What yeah. is with you, and what have you got against Rubik's cubes, mate? Mate, it, they're 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 boring. <laughs> <laughs> they are boring. It's the ultimate challenge of man versus cube, yeah. and in no better way can that ever be proved than by solving the Rubik's cube. Yeah. Cubes I are one of mankind's biggest enemies. I don't think so. I don't think they are, <laughs> and that's that's my point. It's man versus cube, and in this case, it's um, kid it, versus it's boy versus cube. It's boy versus cube. Thirteen-year-old yeah. Felix. He yeah. can solve it in eight seconds. The world record 7.08. So he's under a second away yeah. from becoming the world champion yeah. at the fastest Rubik's Cube solver. And uh, apparently heading to New Zealand for the world championship so he can get his record time put on, yeah. you know, recorded. I mean, probably you wouldn't have to have him send parents. Of course, they're not going to get up to anything. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the jock go. Oh, here we go. You would have to. We're a pretty crazy bunch, us Cubers. All right, now I've got the cube out twice, <laughs> yeah. and I certainly wasn't timing it, but it was a moment of great excitement. And you bragged, Andy. You were, you were waltzing before. I said you were strutting. I I just I didn't, you didn't rate it. You don't rate. No. I can't believe you don't rate it as an no. achievement, which is why. And um and hopefully you are you're about to eat your words. I have managed to track down Felix. Felix and get him on the phone. He joins us now. Boy wonder <laughs> cubing genius. How are you, Felix? Hey, good. That's oh, good. Now, Felix. Felix, you've just finished school? Uh, yep. Mate, uh, thank you, first of all, for being being on the show. I, Hamish Blake, can say it is an honour to have you on, but um, sadly Andy does not respect... No, uh, no, I think it's an honour to have him on. Oh, come on. Okay. He's changing your tune now. He's intimidated by you, Felix. It's not, <laughs> not often we have a genius on the show. Felix, does it help you anywhere, anywhere else in life? I mean, do you get free free you know cheeseburgers at McDonald's for solving the cube? Why would that happen? <laughs> He's not a cop. <laughs> I'm just wondering. He's not a fireman. I mean, Felix, spent... you don't need them, mate. You you are on your way to New Zealand, right, to to finish this championship, to compete in this championship. You'll smash them, won't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you will. You, you, you're doing it in eight seconds. How does it work? Do they just give you one that's scrambled and they go, we've scrambled this out the back and now you have to solve it? Uh, yeah, they have a like, computer program. And they, I bet they do. All the same scrambles for every competitor. The same scrambles for every competitor. Okay. And do they monitor the old pill stickers off and put them back on pretty closely? Uh, yeah, they have judges. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm out. My tricks are out. <laughs> Felix, uh, the reason we've got you on the show is, first of all, for me to say, I think you're an Australian legend, probable prime minister in the future. Mm. Uh, second if of all... If it comes down to a cube-based yeah, challenge. Yeah, it could come down to a cube-off, of mate. Yes, well, I would actually prefer that. I think it's better. It's a better spectator sport. 
it's a cube off, and uh, and if if you can't win the cube off, you go to the uh, the less popular Rubik's clocks puzzle, <laughs> which nobody was really into. Have you done the clocks, Felix? Um, no, I don't have one. They're not that good. I had them as a kid. I wasn't into them. Uh, Felix, Andy was bragging before. About how he wasn't impressed with the eight seconds uh, that you can do the Rubik's Cube in. I bragging that I wasn't impressed. I just said I wasn't impressed. And I said to him, Felix, and this is where I need you to back me up. Sure. I said to him, mate, you can do one in eight days, right? Mm-hmm. I, with your permission, Felix, offer the challenge of Andy Lee, you to not be able to complete a Rubik's Cube that we give you today. I'll give you eight days to do it. I don't think you'll be able to solve it in eight days. No, he won't solve it. He won't solve it! Suck on that! That's from the master, Andy! (laughs) That's from the boy Wonder himself! Get him, Felix! (laughs) Felix, if I don't explode from boredom in the eight days, we'll see how I go. You can't go on internet and search ways to solve it. Good thinking, Felix. <laughs> Good thinking. See, Felix knows the rules and regs, all right? Okay. You have to do this, and I know there's, like, VHSs out there that can yeah. teach you how to solve it. He just yeah. has to do this off his own bat, all right, Felix? Yeah. Felix, if I don't do it in eight days, I'll give you my PlayStation 3. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds, sounds like a fair deal. It's a good challenge. <laughs> Look forward to chatting to you soon, mate. Yeah. And, uh, Thanks, hand, Felix. Hand over the cube, Pam. I'm ready to go. All right. Well, I've, I've, I've organised one for you. It's on its way in, but I don't think the extra 20 minutes is going to help you. Yeah, well. You're not going to stick to it. <laughs> You won't do even I'll, even I'll if you done, spend mate. even if you spend every waking hour they're not as easy mate, as you if think. If a thirteen mate. year old can do it, I'll be fine. Oh, Same look at him go! Unbelievable. And did I solve it, Ando? Hamish solved it, guys. Time, Mike. It took you about three minutes. Yeah, probably two thirty, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> not on my count. <laughs> <laughs> well um, off my PB of 151, <laughs> which I knew full well coming in here. <laughs> That's great, darling. <laughs> Pretty cool. Uh, Pretty cool. I mean, well, the, the weird thing about that challenge was you did go on the internet. Yeah, I, got, I went on the internet. Because, by the way, I mean, for anyone interested in cubing, you have to. You have to, the, the, you have to learn how to solve it. The, the, the maths on it is if you just picked up a cube at random, right, and just started scrambling it, and hoping to get it out, which is what I did as a kid. That's what we all did yeah, as all kids did. in the 80s. You're like, oh, got aside, you know. There's four billion, billion combinations of the cube. So the chances of you fluking one without <laughs> knowing how to do it are the same as you just sitting down having never touched the piano and playing like Chopin's fifth. So from memory, though, I went on the internet, yep. learned how to do it, couldn't get it done. Yep. Came back in, Felix came back in, and I said, I can't do it. And you guys all laughed. I said, I think the cube's broken. Yeah, you were like, I think it's unsolvable. <laughs> I think it's unsolvable. And you were laughing and laughing and laughing. And it was. It and was. Felix comes in and he wants to do it in eight seconds and then looks at it and goes, oh, yep. yeah. It's got a, it had a, like a corner twist oh, or like... It was actually broken. Yeah. What you, if someone oh, takes, what? If, so I'd spent the eight days trying to do it. <laughs> which makes it even better <laughs> for us. Which makes it even funnier. <laughs> and he was trying to solve an unsolvable cube. Because if you take them apart, like if you solved it and took it apart and put one corner in wrong, you yeah. could never solve that cube. Wow. Like it has to be solvable. It has to exist in its solved form. And Haim didn't know. Like I thought we, we Hamish should stitch me up. I would have just thought any cube can be solved. <gasps> yeah. Wow. But the other one, the other one, like immediately you can tell if, like, they all need, you need to have six different center colors to, I mean, I would get getting too technical here yeah. for you guys, but <laughs> um, if you can immediately spot a broken cube by going, oh, they don't have the same, you can't solve six centers. Mm. Mark's loving this. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Felix's current world record, 4.2 seconds. 
in Cambodia 2018. Oh, it's a good it onto the jungle. Just, yeah, <laughs> the atmosphere got there. away. Got away from the big city lights. <laughs> the, just, the, no, he's at a cubing temple on the in the in the top of the Cambodian jungle. Yeah, that's wow. that is insane. Un, for someone that is now like my little boy is under a minute, and it is unbelievable to see the speed at which they do. Mm. But to, to, I, like, I can't. It's actually incomprehensible that someone can do it in four seconds because it's like, yeah. it's like finding out that someone ran a marathon in two minutes. <laughs> That's what it feels like. like, I was like, that's very fast. Are you sure? You didn't start, you you didn't accidentally start near the end. Because that's the other thing too. You hear that and you're like, oh, maybe he just started, maybe he just handed in the cube and it was one move off. No, I cannot get my mind around that as someone that is now, as an adult, fumbled his way through the Rubik's Cube in three minutes. Like, wow. I stand by it. I still wanted to be Prime Minister. Any uh, political aspirations online there, Mikey? Uh, No, not that I can see. He does have a YouTube channel. So, yeah. Well, I mean, he's a he's a young Rubik's cuber. I wouldn't be wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, how many people are following the the? I'd be over a million. Uh, Four hundred and seventy five thousand. Oh, just don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> Great remembering. <laughs>